I'm a multifaceted boss. I'm a creator boss. I am a live video boss. I'm a karate boss. I am a blog boss. I am a business boss. Education boss. I am a diverse academic boss babe. She's evolving. She's determined. She's a boss. And this is She's in a Pod. She's evolving, she's determined, she's a boss, and this is She's in a Pod. I love our intro. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I really love it. Hey, guys. I hope everyone is well and, you know, keeping safe and everything. And social distancing, even though I don't really know if, you know, people are really abiding by the social distancing because... Yeah. I don't think so to be honest as soon as I look outside it just looks like a normal day so girl I went to the beach today South End Beach just came back <laughs> it was packed like you wouldn't know that there was no any corona it was so crazy so I was just thinking look at how packed the beach is now imagine post corona and when everything mm-hmm. actually is is a lot more lenient and the rules are are, are not as strict imagine how packed it's going to be yeah, definitely. I mean, I think people are just tired, to be honest. Like, there's only so much you can do to lock people inside their houses, especially yeah. during summertime. They're just tired. Exactly. And this is the- but anyway, let's introduce ourselves. Oh. So, hey, guys, I'm Shade. <laughs> and I'm Jennifer, Jenny, Jen, whichever one I will answer to you. And you'll notice that today we don't have Bianca on the line Please send her love. She's just incredibly swamped at the moment, like most of us are. But yeah, yeah, so it will just be Jen and I today. But Mm -hmm. we're really looking forward to this episode, actually, especially because it's really appropriate to, you know, what's happening now and how life is literally changing before our eyes. Yeah, definitely. I think so many people can relate because we're all living in it. Like, sometimes I can't even believe that I've lived through or I'm still living through COVID-19. Like, this is something that we would be telling our kids one day. Absolutely. Like, it's an actual pandemic. (laughs) Like, a global pandemic. This is the kind of stuff you learn about in history books. You don't ever think that you yeah. actually experience it and live through it. Mm. It's crazy. No, definitely. But okay, yeah. so before before we get into it, let's do our normal Oh My Pod. Oh My Pod. Oh My Pod, for you guys who don't know what it is, it's something that we've added to our, you know, our podcast where we talk about something that's happened during the week or during the past couple of weeks that's really... Something that's really stood out to us and actually made us go, oh my God. So yeah, so this week I have chosen, don't laugh, Shade. It's quite random, shocked me to the core. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm sure there's some listeners out there who will feel the same. But basically, actually, before you say that, just to let everyone know. So usually when we're planning our episodes, we kind of know what we're going to talk about. Like in terms of the, oh my pod. Um, and the she's all that but this time Jen didn't fill me in so this is completely news to me just as it will be to you guys <laughs> so Jen please go ahead okay so this one is you guys might have seen it on Twitter but basically this woman she shared her hack for closing cereal boxes the right way so if you're like me and obviously you eat cereal I eat cereal all the time the way I close my boxes well actually you can't really close them because once you, once it's open it's 
hard to close so you just shove them to the back in the in the corner somewhere but what she did was she actually showed us the right way to close it and oh my goodness it never looked so simple like it I was so mad at myself because I thought all this time I've been doing it the wrong way you know when your cereal box is um open and then you leave it open for a couple of days and it becomes a little bit soft and it's like oh, I don't really want to eat this anymore you throw it away yeah. um but this way actually allows you to it closes everything it seals everything really tightly and it helps it last longer so if you haven't seen the hack I'm sure we'll post it on our twitter page or um ig page but it's absolutely amazing and it actually it actually went viral as well and the woman actually said that she never she didn't think that this would go viral that all she was doing was showing her husband how to close the cereal boxes properly but it just seemed that everyone else is having the same problem where their cereal would go um soggy because of how they closed it or because they left it open but so yeah I'm it's had I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to understand so there's a hack for how to close the cereal box isn't a cereal box just supposed to be closed one way where you put it you put the little there's like a little opening then you put one of the sides of the cereal box into that opening and then it closes what what other possible way is there to close the cereal box Jen please explain enlighten us okay so most people they would um close the flap you know there's two flaps on top and it will just close it on top of each other exactly. as you know it doesn't close properly because you can still you can still see like an opening where air can go in and that's what makes the cereal go softer over a period of time. How she did it was she pinched she pinched the edge the edges of the box and I don't know she made it into like a triangular form where once you pinch it no air can come out and then it just allows you to I don't even know if I'm explaining this very well. It sounds more complicated than it is, but it allows you to really close the flap on top inside so that no air can come out. But you really have to watch the video. It's super, super easy and it's mind-blowing. And I'm telling you, like, it's these are the type of videos that I love to see because it can actually help you in real life. Okay, Jen, uh, I need to see this video because... <laughs> I can't imagine any other way to close a cereal box other than the way that is the most obvious. I have been enlightened. Like, my eyes have opened and <laughs> this is the new way. This is the right way, in fact. Interesting. Funny enough, though, on Twitter, have you realised that there's so many different hacks on the Twitter yeah. that you just wouldn't have thought of? So, like, for example, the other day I saw one where you put... You know when you line your bin? Yeah. Before you line your bin... You get the bin bag, you lick your fingers, you get the, the you, you like squeeze it a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like just to make it easier. Well, to yeah. open it up. <laughs> yeah, like to open up the, the um, bag, you like squeeze your fingers. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so I lick my fingers because it just makes it easier. Yeah. But, but by the time I do that, that's all like kerfuffle. So you've wasted so much time. What they said is that you basically cover the top of your bin bag with, you, sorry, no, you cover the top of your bin with yeah. the bin bag so you don't have to, like, try and open it up first or whatever. You cover it with the bin and then you, like, put your hands in the middle of it and then it'll flatten out. Obviously, it's very hard to explain, but I've been doing that and it saves so much time. And I just thought, wow, why didn't I think of this earlier? Like, why did I think that you have to completely open up a bin bag before you can line your bin so yeah, yeah. Oh, so many hacks out there guys Honestly, just... twitter university you... is a thing 
Twitter University. Twitter University. Twitter University for real. Definitely. So let's get straight into it then, Jen. COVID-19, quarantine, social distancing. Like we said, we are literally living in a very strange world right now. And it's no secret that, you know, this has affected, this has changed a lot a lot of things, including the way we work, shopping, just life, you Mm. know, how we make our money, how we are podcasting, you know, now we're recording remotely. So it's had, it's had an impact Mm. on, on a lot of different, in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, in terms of millennials, the Gen Z generation, the young folk, how, Mm. what kind of impact do you feel like this whole COVID season has had? Um, it's had a lot it's it's had a lot honestly even thinking about where to start it's just like whoa because it's do you know what I mean there's there's just so many different ways in which it changed a lot of what Mm -hmm. we do yeah what do you think the the first thing that comes to my mind and I think it's probably because I've got like younger brothers as well is school wise school has been put on pause for I think a couple of months now so secondary school kids college kids university students they're not going to school at the moment because of this whole situation and there's been some talk with the government in saying that most of the learning especially at university will be online now and I definitely feel like it's put our younger generation at a disadvantage because not everyone can learn online not everyone has the facilities to be able to just learn online if they don't have a laptop if they don't have a a quiet place to to study or to you know be involved in classes online and what really breaks my heart is that there isn't any conversation about changing the university fees and I do understand don't get me wrong I do understand that teachers lecturers they need to protect themselves and of course they're they're taking that into consideration but I just feel like we need to meet halfway here this is going to become our normal you know and will this become our new normal at the expense of the quality of education that the new generation is going to be getting mm. you know is it is that, does that mean that it will affect the type of jobs they can get or the entry requirements you know like the list can go on and on but I do definitely feel like the younger lot like millennials or generation um uh, was it gen z which I guess includes us as well we are kind of affected in terms of the opportunities that we'd be getting. I suppose the the advantage is I've seen so many, so especially creatives as well, so many creatives, you know, doing their thing and really making the most up out of this situation. So it really depends on your own personal situation and where you're looking at, where you're looking, where you're looking, what is the sentence? Where you are looking at from gosh my English (laughs) (laughs) Jen I couldn't agree with you more I I do think that there's been so much impact the uni fees one is the one that is just so 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 out of order my brother's in uni at the moment everything they're doing is online including exams my thing is Mm. online learning can never ever replace well, it can replace face-to-face learning, but I don't think it can be as effective as face-to-face learning. There's just yeah. something about being with your lecture, being around other students that you can't get through a computer. 
and yeah. of course it's no one's fault that you know this is happening but my thing is that there needs to be some sort of compensation why are uni fees still nine thousand? I've heard they've even gone up now to nine thousand two hundred and fifty or something. They were not, it was nine grand when I was in uni. Yeah, you know, and it's it's going up, and I just think uni students. I I yeah, I I just think it is unfair. And then you know, you mentioned about some people may not have the facilities to work from home and stuff like that. You know what what that reminds me of is children that are having to be homeschooled now yeah and what about you know children from disadvantaged homes where they may not have any computers and they don't typically have phones because they're young how do we ensure that those children aren't missing out do you know what I mean so it's you know I and and no one has all the answers I think that's also important to know that no one has all the answers not even Bojo Boris Johnson he's just you've seen like even his messaging is so confusing he doesn't even know what he's saying because yeah. I, I think you know everyone is really just trying to figure this out so so yeah it's there's a lot there's a lot that that is that in, there's a lot of ways in which you've been affected and then you know if we think of the question well are we now disadvantaged mm-hmm. because of this situation I wouldn't say we're disadvantaged I, I would say that yes it's unfortunate and you know a few of us have been affected in a negative way I don't think we're disadvantaged because we're all going through this do you know what I mean I agree we're all going through it but everyone's experiences are still going to be different and like you said there there are you know everyone has different backgrounds financial backgrounds even the whole fact of you know during the earlier stages of the lockdown the mm. whole of people having to stay at home okay what about if you don't have a garden what about if you lived in a cramped home with like eight eight siblings or something like that like yes we might all be going through it but we're all experiencing it differently do you know what that's a good point actually and yeah that that makes sense so so those people that i guess i guess the people that are are disadvantaged are the ones that maybe don't have you know the the luxury of a garden or the luxury of a computer in their house and things like that Mm. so is that what you would say in terms of those who are disadvantaged yeah and not only that like mental health as well everyone's got different tolerances yeah and how they take like people unfortunately people are going crazy like even in the first two weeks the, the thought of having to stay at home the thought of not being able to come out is daunting to them yeah. and you know how people react to it is so different so I, I I wouldn't put like you said I wouldn't put all the blame on the government but I think it's sometimes the way that they word it the way that they provide information to the public needs to be more humane you know needs to take into consideration people's current situations and like the fact that not everyone's the same as them not everyone can go home to a mansion and things like that so it's just the way that they communicate it if you want people to stay at home okay go ahead say it but then in a way also say we understand where you're coming from don't just repeat the same sentence all over again because people can clock that they're not stupid so I mean funny enough a lot of people have been saying similar things to you Jen in terms of the government need to change their wording they need to be more clear they're confusing but I I really feel like the government is doing the best they can because 
like I said before, no one has all the answers and no one's ever, we, we haven't lived through this pandemic before. So the same way that a lot of us mm. are confused and we're all like a bit all over the place is the same way, you know, people in the government are also confused and that. And I feel like people need to remember that they're human. So they don't mm. have, they don't have all the answers. Do you know what I mean? So yes, Bojo's messaging has been co- very confusing because it's like, um, stay indoors, but you can go out go to work yeah. but don't go to work no public transport but go to work if you have to but then if you work in central london yeah. what what other way are you going to get to work <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i you know it's his messaging hasn't been the clearest but i feel like we're all trying to figure this out we, we really are no i'm just gonna finish off and say that i do feel like we do need to give them the benefit of the doubt mm. yeah no what definitely it, yeah no one's fault it's just I suppose you can never really get that right and there's always going to be an upside and a downside to whatever happens and whatever's decided um I was just gonna ask like how has this affected you like do you feel like now currently you've been put at a disadvantage or or actually maybe this has turned into a pretty good thing for you in a way yeah so I, I definitely wouldn't say I've been put at a disadvantage. But what I would say is that it's been, it's been weird. So mm. about two months ago, just when it started, I was doing loads of research into like my skin. So a lot of you, if you've been listening, you'll know that I've had like a reoccurring skin issue for a while now. Um, mm. And I, I remember at the beginning of the lockdown, I did loads of research and then bought some products because I was like, do you know what? This is the best time for me to experiment and for, re- and for me to really get to the root cause of what could be going on with my skin and my face and these spots and rashes. Yeah. And then my skin, oh my God, Jen, my skin flared up. Mm. Flared yeah. up. So it was really bad. I think it was just before we did the don't, um, don't rush challenge or like around that time. Um, so for me this lockdown has been a blessing in disguise Jen because I haven't had to see anyone because I don't know what I would have done if I would have had to have been going into work bumping into people knowing that my face is full of acne active acne Mm -hmm. as well so honestly okay so what what is because I forgive me I'm not very informed about acne Yeah, so acne is when all your glands on your skin, so everyone has oil glands, everyone has hair follicles in their skin, um, but for some people it gets trapped and then that then mm. turns into spots because it's basically like, it's oh. it's like the oil, yeah, the oil glands get trapped and then it turns into spots which then get to a head, which is like called pus and then it's all bacteria and stuff. So usually... I just get like little rashes all over my face. So that's what I've been really trying to deal with. But okay. this time around, it turned into actual acne, which is those spots where there's loads of pus and it's just really bad and awful. Mm, and that's or active yeah. acne, like what's... So it's active okay. because you can see the spots get into a head that you can pop them. It's just active and it keeps coming. So that's what they would call active acne. Whereas I guess 
just acne prone skin is maybe when you get a couple of spots here and there and they're you know what I mean they're not too severe um but active acne is just when it when it's mm-hmm. fresh and it's really there and it's thriving on your skin and stuff so so yeah oh I can't lie it's affecting my mental health yeah yeah I remember I remember there, there were a few times where you know you, you spoke about yeah. it briefly and it had like your day your it was really bad yeah it was really really bad I guess so and you know it's all happened in this lockdown time so I don't know how things would have been if we weren't in lockdown and if you know I had to still be going out and stuff I don't know if I would have felt worse or better I can't really say all I know is that I feel like this lockdown has been a blessing in disguise for me you know and and Mm -hmm. I say that in the most sensitive way possible because I know people have lost loved ones in this time and I'm not saying that COVID-19 is a blessing Mm -hmm. no not at all it's awful you know my condolences Mm -hmm. to anyone who has lost people but but why why I say it's a blessing in disguise is me being in lockdown and not having to go out and me being able to work from home has helped because Mm -hmm. I feel like my situation may have been worse do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean not to bring a downer (laughs) to this but yeah do you feel like you could also like use this, op- this opportunity to test out different products? I suppose more than you would have if you were still working yeah. round the clock. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, because yeah, so the answer to your question is yes. Simply because I'm at home, so this okay. is really the time for me to experiment. Um, obviously, it might not always go right, which is what happens when I use a couple of products. Um, and, but that's just the risk of skincare. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of been my story for the past couple of months, and I'm still very much going through it, but it's getting a lot better than it was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy. Like, so, yeah, so yeah that's, that's, that's been my lockdown. What about you? Like, I know you've still been working and and all of that. How has that been? How has that been? Yeah. Um. So I would say, obviously, the disadvantage is you're having to work longer hours. So for those of you that don't know, I work as a therapist, occupational therapist at a psychiatric hospital. So obviously the hospital can't go on lockdown. Everything still has to carry on um, as much as we can. So it's just been a lot of changes in how we practice, having to take on a few other roles as well. So some people have been deployed to different, maybe different wards or even different practices. So perhaps doing stuff that they weren't actually trained to do and just working as like support staff so I suppose yeah it's just been a a lot of running around a lot of meetings a lot of oh we don't actually know what's going on but let's try this um over the last couple of weeks but I would say now things are they seem to be calming down um death rates seem to be calming down infections as well so there seems to be like an opening for some normality and definitely at my workplace things have gone back to well certain things have gone back to how it was before and we're just trying to find out what the safest way is to you know try and make things work again so there's been positives and negatives but again, I'll say one one negative for me, and again, you know, I don't want to sound insensitive to other people as well, especially people who have lost their jobs and would do anything to get a job, any type of job, is, I don't know, like, seeing people working from home is making me feel a little bit jealous, you know? Like, 
I can't. <laughs> obviously, I can't, I can't work from home because of the type of the nature of my job. But I don't know. Like sometimes I, I'm just I'm just a little bit jealous. I'm like, oh, I wish I could just not wake up anytime, but wake up, sit up, and just do my work instead of having to get dressed and come outside and everything. And I suppose in that sense, that hasn't changed for me. And that's probably why I'm feeling it more. And I've actually had to take some annual leave because work is becoming mm. stressful. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I totally get that. And, and you know, one thing that I'm really grateful for is that I can work from home. Yeah. Now I'm this with you, Sade. Even what you were telling me the other day, I don't know if you want to share it, but... What was it? <laughs> what the fact that you think you're going to be working from home oh, for the rest yeah, of the oh, year? Oh, yeah, I can share that. That's not confidential. Yeah, so, guys, I'm probably going to be working from home till like, early next year because they 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 want to implement loads of social distancing measures and things like that into our office. And our office is so busy that it's going to take a while to be able to do that successfully. So yeah, this working from home situation looks like it's going to be more or less permanent for the rest of the year. Um, I've heard that, I think it was Twitter, or one of these companies, don't quote me, um, said that their employees can work from home indefinitely. Yeah, I heard about that. Wow. Oh, did you hear about that? That's crazy. I did, but I wasn't sure if it was set in stone or anything, but um, I did hear about that. So how do you feel about the working from home? Do you know what? Working from home is fine. I, I, I've i always worked from home um, a couple of days a week anyway. So the working from home concept is fine. But what I'm finding now is that I'm working more. And that's what I don't like. Um, and it's just simply because there's no commute time. Oh. So there's no time that I have to go catch a train. Mm-hmm. I just go downstairs and start working. And, you know, that's that's the disadvantage that I'm working a lot and this time is a lot busier as well this season just seems to be very busy I think it's just because everything is changing so quickly you know so everyone is just trying to adapt really quickly so we're just on the go always trying to think of new ideas always trying to be innovative so it's not it's not easy yeah it's it's not easy but I can't complain because I'm saving so much travel and then there are some people that actually can't work from home so yeah no definitely and that's like working from home you you have to set your own routine I suppose even though you might you're in charge of how your day goes instead of how Instead of, you know, when you're going to work normally, you start at nine, finish at five, you've got your 12 o'clock lunch break, if that's the case for most of you. But I feel like, yeah, definitely working from home, you'd probably have more responsibility to make sure you manage your time yeah, very well. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think I think a lot more companies are going to take that approach, to be honest, because if you think about it, if it, they're probably thinking, if this can work, if our employee employers can employees can work from home, and it's actually working, and we're still making money. What's the point of having them to, of getting them to come in? To and work? this is like, I feel like that. Yeah. And you know, a lot of companies that were rigid in their working from home approach, saying that no, our employees need to be in the office. Now that now they've realised that actually it's very possible to work from home, and our employers are still very efficient. Employees rather are still very efficient. So, you know, I I feel like this situation is forcing us to be more creative, more innovative and less rigid and is like causing us Mm. to adapt as well to the situation. 
And that leads on nicely to the next bit, actually, where we've seen that this situation, the whole quarantine thing, has really, really, really created opportunities. Yes, it hasn't been great in that some people have lost their jobs, some people have been furloughed, um, you know, people have lost loved ones, you know, may their souls continue to rest in peace. This all really has created opportunities mm-hmm. and we've seen innovative things. So, like, did you want to talk about that fashion mm-hmm. designer? Because that blew my mind. Oh, my gosh. That's probably one of the best things I've seen in this quarantine. Oh, so recently, I think probably less than two days ago, this young lady from... Oh God, I forgot what Congo? country she's from. I think it was Congo, yes. So she's a fashion fashion designer. Oh, I wish I could read no, it. For real. She should have a Wikipedia by now, you know, because what she did be amazing. So her name is An- Anifa, um, and she basically created a, a digital fashion show like how how is how could you even think of that she created a digital fashion show um showcasing her clothes her dresses and you know they were inspired by her country and she wanted to raise awareness of what's going on in the country um I don't know the specifics but definitely go check her out to you know support her cause and everything but so many people caught on to that and so many people were so amazed by what she did and it just looked so professional. And as soon as I saw it, like I was for for like maybe two seconds, I was a bit puzzled puzzled. I was like, what is this? Is this is this a model? Like, but I can't actually see who the model is. Is this a faceless model? I don't know. But it was absolutely amazing. And what topped it as well was that the dresses that she the dresses that she made were absolutely bomb as well. Like I, I felt compelled to buy them. Obviously, the prices are quite um, high, but they're totally worth it. And you know, even celebrities, uh, she was in the shade room. Like she got so much recognition over the like the next couple of hours. Like she literally went viral, and it really just. I think I think it just opened everybody's mindset of what you can do during this time like I understand it took her I think seven months or um you know a couple of months even before before the to do this but it just goes to show you how how creative there's no limit to creativity and especially in the fashion industry and especially now like it's probably given people so many ideas of how to maneuver how to you know combat the new normal and with ideas such as what um Anifa did it's definitely given us the scope to think big and bigger but yeah she she blew my mind I mean that was my that's my being and my you know highlight what, Jen, I think so it makes sense for her to be our she's all that for this week for those of you that are regular listeners you will know that we do a she's all that in all our episodes where we shout out a boss babe who is absolutely smashing it in whatever they are doing. This could be someone famous. This could be someone local. Doesn't matter who, what age, what colour. We just want to celebrate women. And Hanifa, or is it Hanifa? Yeah, it's Hanifa. She, what she did is mind-blowing. I I love when people use creativity to to make a difference and that's exactly what she did so yeah she is our she's all that for this week and we wish her all the best and hope that she continues to break boundaries and she's a black girl so it just makes it so much better we love to see 
Yeah. You are our shoes or that. I just thought of another thing, but I'm sure it's been mentioned before. But the fact that the models are faceless or bodiless, should I say, because you can't, there's nothing inside the dresses. It's just a, what do you call it? I think it's UX or you user experience or well, what she did or something like that some you know tech stuff basically um yeah what she did so basically the fact that you can't see whether this person's black white has a mark on her face like it's just a faceless model i think also makes this a really great idea because it leaves no room for discrimination literally you're just you're just watching the art of the design and the outfit and that's what you're basing your opinions on that's it you're not basing it on race you're not basing it on oh this person's got a mark or this and that and this person's too skinny like it's just based on the dress and that's what I absolutely love too and I've yeah. just never seen anything like it before never ever ever it's beautiful amazing and that's one thing I've noticed that this quarantine season is bringing out all the creativity yep. <laughs> From the wipe it down challenges to the don't rush me challenges to all the TikTok videos and people bringing up their creativity and recipes and all of that. I'm just loving it. I'm loving it. They're so creative. Like people, sometimes I just wonder that how do people think of this? How, like how, 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 how? But I guess necessity breeds innovation and breeds creativity when you have to be creative you will (laughs) yeah definitely like even the whole concept of you know having to shoot content so you know all these bloggers and influencers you know they still have to keep on creating they probably still have brand deals um if they haven't paused pause on that they still have brand deals that they have to fulfill so I've seen that even one of my friends who's she's a a plus size model like she ordered some stands uh where she could put like a white bed sheet on top as a as a background and she just shoots her her pictures from there and it looks absolutely amazing I'm just thinking you don't by yourself and she's like yeah I just put my phone on timer phone like this looks like you use a proper camera. It's amazing. And just like, it just goes to show that there's no excuse. There's literally no excuse anymore. If you can still carry on during the pandemic, you can definitely carry on after it. Love that. Let's go into, still on the same topic, but just different aspects of the whole experiences that we're having now in relation to COVID-19. How has this affected, or if it has or has not, let me know, affected your dating experience? Um, and well, you would you would think that the dating life has been put on hold, but because of the type of society we live in and due to technology and everything, people are still finding ways to make sure they are still dating. So they're still using apps such as hinge bumble i actually don't know any others tinder or is that oh, yeah. now? <laughs> i don't know if people use tinder. people might still use tinder i don't know oh wow i actually don't know many well that's all i know i'm sure there's so many others out there and i think this might probably be the best time to to use them because obviously you can't 
meet anyone right now people aren't going to parties or like hanging around for you to meet anyone so being on these apps I think has definitely really helped a few people from what I've heard anyways how has it affected you so have do you feel like you've been using it more now well it's not like there's been any difference to be honest but <laughs> um well I would I, do you know what I haven't had time to use it before the before the whole virus thing right I was using hinge I was using hinge oh I've been on hinge before yeah would I say it worked I mean obviously it didn't work because look at me now hey but it did it did allow me to like meet a few people people like virtually I never met up with anyone um maybe I wasn't using it right or maybe it just wasn't the time but I just got really bored afterwards I don't know why I just got so bored like conversations I mean you've got some people who were really nice and everything but I don't know I still I I miss the whole face-to-face contact I miss the whole oh you meet up or you meet someone outside like I don't know if this whole dating app thing is for me, to be honest. Unless I'm not doing it right. You know what? I really think that is hit or miss, you know. I know people that have met people on there and are getting married. I know people that are on there and they're just, everyone that they've met, it just hasn't worked. <laughs> and I'd, yeah. I'd, I just think it really just depends. It really, really just depends on the other person's intentions as well, because everyone has their different reasons for being on these apps, right? Yeah. So I really think it, it just depends. Like I, I've deleted it now, but when I was on it, oh god, I don't know. It was just, it was a bit overwhelming because like so many people would message me at one time. <laughs> That's the right word. It was yeah, yeah. It was draining as well because it's just like, oh my god, I have, I have to hold up like ten different conversations with ten different energies. I don't have time for this. Like, how do people actually do this? It's crazy. Yeah, but, but yeah. So for you, it hasn't really changed much. It hasn't really changed. But then even now, like I saw this tweet that Aloni put up weeks back. I think probably once this whole thing started manifesting and the lockdown was implemented, she she said something like her her dating life has been put on on hold now. Oh yeah, by two years. <laughs> has been put on hold for like two years, and she's you know she's two years two years has been lost and all that kind of stuff for a year or something. And I know she was joking. I'm guessing she was joking, but it really just made me think like this whole virus really effed us all up mm. because <laughs> yeah, honestly, it did. <laughs> it did because for me, <laughs> for me, like, like that that's really what funny. that's like five months, five months gone, like wasted that could have led to something. But here I am, indoors because of this virus. Or for people who were actually meant to get married, like this has just messed up their situation. For real, for real. Who were like of 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 dating? Yeah, I know. I know quite a few people who've had to postpone their weddings and stuff. Question though, if you had um, a wedding planned during this time, would you postpone it, cancel it, or just do it over Zoom? over zoom what no no that that can't be me no for what 
back in 10 years time and see a bunch of faces on my, on my screen and say that was my wedding no I'd rather postpone it uh huh. Oh, Why should I be the one to suffer because I'm alive during this period? I know. No. You know, it's so true. Because I've heard that some people have done their, their weddings over Zoom. I'm not bashing anyone who's done that, but <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not my. <laughs> that's not my. <laughs> Girl, I'm so with you. I'm so with you. But what about. Because you can still get. um. It depends on how many people you want, right? Because you can still have a reception. Not a reception. Oh, what do you call it? An, not an office wedding. What do you call it? Oh, a court just... wedding. The court. <laughs> yeah, but then you can only have, like, two or three people or something. Yeah, some people like that. Oh, God. Maybe Even... because I want, like, a huge wedding. So, to me, that just sounds awful. Yeah. Okay. No, I get that. Especially if you have a big family as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like your family alone will be the whole capacity. <laughs> yeah. And you know, most people dream of having their wedding in front of people and not over a screen. Like no one ever dreams of that. And I know it's not ideal because this is not a normal situation, but I would rather just wait and postpone. You've got people who've put down deposits and, you know, have already lost money. So they might be thinking, why would I go through all that again? It's, it's a lot of cash loss, things like that. I do get it, but I just can't relate at the moment. Yeah. And it's hard for me to imagine having a wedding over Zoom. Over Zoom. I just feel like this is a wedding is a once in a birthday party, whatever. I will do that over Zoom because I will probably do another one when we're allowed to play out again. But a wedding yeah. is a once in a lifetime thing. And I'm just like, no, I want to make it the best that I can. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm still laughing at the fact that Eleni said her marriage has been postponed. <laughs> do you know what? I get it because. I feel I I do feel a bit for for people that are trying to I guess find partners during this time because this just makes it so much harder. You know, luckily for me, mm. Bay found me before oh. <laughs> before this whole lockdown. Speak <laughs> more on that. Yeah, why not? So yeah, I'm seeing a guy and um, he's amazing. God bless him. <laughs> but yeah, like we started dating before this whole lockdown thing. So, yeah, because we started dating like Feb, yeah. So, thank God that we we met and everything before this whole ha- thing happened. I think the first time we met, actually, was like a week, a week and a half before this whole lockdown. So, I'm just thinking, imagine what it would have been like if we had not even met up yet. It would have just been very weird. So, you know, that's kind of helped that. And we talk daily um we we FaceTime and stuff so I feel like that's also helped in the dating um the dating period because dating in this corona is hard it, it's hard like I'm just because I'm, yeah. I'm talking to a couple of um people like my my girls who are meeting people but it's just hard because they can't really meet up and even if they do it has to be done in like secret secret and nowhere's really open so what are you really going to be doing do you know what I mean mm. I think that's also the hard part the fact that even if you lot wanted to go out nowhere is open exactly <laughs> do you know what I mean that's what makes it a bit like oh so yeah I mean I'm lucky in that aspect that you know it's all good but Jen don't worry girl Must be nice don't worry girl yours is coming like I told you the other day yours is coming oh we'll see, see. We'll see. 
period. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think like, obviously, outside of a date and life, just life in general has paused. Yeah. In a lot of ways. It's paused in a lot of ways. Even like the entertainment industry, filming has stopped. Yeah. I don't know when they'll be resuming again. So there's definitely so many aspects of our lives that we have to to look at and see how we can change or wait it out it's just a waiting game to be honest but I think technology has definitely saved us it saved us a lot it's allowed allowed for the world to keep on going you know without these virtual dating apps like what what would people be doing you know without zoom I was gonna say even zoom like even zoom yeah yeah. zoom the guy that founded it one chinese guy i think he is like isn't he a a millionaire or billionaire now probably a billionaire yeah yeah and he became a billionaire during this pandemic because of the rise in the number of people using zoom technology is winning right now and even like you know like delivery and all these delivering services yeah they're winning food companies too are winning have mm. you seen everyone trying to sell food now and i'm just like hey you guys better pray before you just buy it from anyone's kitchen you don't know what people's hygiene levels are like <laughs> people are like, oh, wait, wait. Just selling seafood anyhow did they wash that seafood well please i beg don't just be buying food from anyone i'm not knocking no one's business but we gotta be wise we got to be wise man we have to be very, very careful. I mean, even though things might seem to be, you know, still going on as quote unquote no normal, um, the virus is still there. It hasn't just disappeared. Yeah, exactly. So, Jen, how do you feel like we can move forward from this? What What do you what What would you say to you know our listeners? How can they move forward from this? Will this be the new normal? Well, it's hard to say because no one can predict what's going to happen next. No one can predict whether there's going to be a next wave or not. There's some people are saying that there will be. But I suppose what I would say is try to stay at home as much as you can. I do understand, like, the weather is getting hotter and hotter. It's getting probably more unbearable for the younger ones as well. Still go and get your fresh air. But as much as you can, stay home and be innovative with your time. Like if there's anything that you can do in the park next to your house or the garden that you have or the balcony that you have, do it there. And just keep in mind that this virus is not over. It's not gone. I suppose I'm speaking from, you know, seeing what is what has um, happened to my patients, what has happened to some of my friends who've lost, you know, people who's lost um, loved ones. Like, this is still an ongoing thing for them. But in terms of, like, work and creativity, I would say use this time to just create and create and create. Like, I'm not saying start something new, but definitely use this time to brainstorm and use this time to just think outside of the box like I know for me I'm I'm always trying to find the next thing and how to make my my business and my brand like the best it can be during this time because as as much as we want to go back to normality things are going to change definitely and it's going to be a permanent change as well so yeah that, that would be my advice what about yeah, you Shadi? For me, this is definitely the new normal. You can already see that there are jobs, new jobs arising just purely because of this pandemic. So like just looking at job boards, I've seen that there are a lot more social media 
jobs right now because a lot of companies realize that actually social media is where is that and if we ain't got a presence on social media ain't no one gonna gonna utilize our um, services so you know I I would just say be open-minded during this time open your eyes up to new opportunities so you know you may have lost a job you may have been in a nasty situation but there, think of the positive side. You could have lost a job, but now there are so many more new jobs that are arising. But yeah. this, is, this is definitely the new normal, 100%. I would also say remain positive as much as possible. And yeah, yeah. just be grateful because for where you are at, I always believe that the situation could have been worse and God will never put you through anything that you can't bear. So for me, yeah. going through my tough 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 period of of you know active acne and having mental yeah. health breakdowns and just feeling so low I mm. obviously had amazing support systems and God was there for me throughout if not I could have done something crazy but God was yeah. there for me you know so so yeah remain positive remain positive yeah. that would be my thing I'm not going to try and say be be productive start businesses everything you wanted to do do it now because I feel like, yeah. let's be realistic, we're literally in a pandemic. No one is in this situation by choice. So make yeah. the best of it, but don't force it. No, that's that's beautiful, definitely. And we'll be praying for, for everyone as well. Yeah. You know, finding this time very difficult. So you're all in our prayers and we hope we, we all come out of this better, stronger and, you know, blessed. So yes, I love think this. This has been so fun, Jen. This has just been this, rela- be- this has been this has been so fun. Like it's just been relaxed, you know, like just a relaxed catching yeah. up episode. I love it. I love it. Remember, guys, rate us yeah. on Apple. Um, leave us a review as well. Share this episode with some people you feel like need to hear this. We want to continue Mm. sharing the good news that we are um, saying. Stay determined, stay bossy, and stay blessed. Yeah, stay blessed, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Bye.